0: Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hey everyone, this is Aaron with First Pitch Strike on the Say It Again Network.
2: And I'm Ethan.
1: Welcome back to another episode, and uh, we don't have a whole heck of a lot to talk about today, but uh, here in the coming weeks, I'm sure it's going to pick up a little bit because, well, we've got spring training underway, and it's a Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday, and that means uh, tomorrow, officially... Players start reporting, um, even though they've already been there, and uh, when I say players, I mean the position players, not the pitchers, catchers, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. So anyway, Ethan, um, welcome back. How's, how's the, your little break been going, watching in, taking in some hockey, how's that been going for you?
2: It's nice, you know, watching sports again. Yeah. Watching if only... sports. Couldn't really die, don't really care about football. So, congrats, Fair. Tom Brady, seven. You're the GOAT. We already knew that. Yeah. You don't need to... He's already bored, says his Twitter. Says his Twitter. Do you blame him? No. I'd be bored after my seventh one, too. I'd forget. <laughs> I'd, I wouldn't know how to celebrate anymore. He,
1: he, he did show a little chink in that arm and uh, having to be helped walking away from the pier.
2: That was hilarious. <laughs> that was actually really hilarious. Um, See, he's won so many Super Bowls. He doesn't care if it goes to the water in the water. (laughs) Exactly. He doesn't care. He's already held six of them. He doesn't need a seventh. Is that the first one he's thrown? Yep, that's the first one he's thrown. It was. He's one for one. It's a nice little pass, too. He's one for one. Yeah, he is. I forgot who caught it, but the guy who caught it. No. Oh, I thought it was Gronk. No, Gronk didn't catch it. It was on Gronk's boat. Okay. But Gronk didn't catch it. The guy who did, I forgot who it was. He said, if I were to drop it, I probably would have had to retire.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, um, with the hockey coming in um, last night, yesterday, all day, uh, how much of that outdoor game did you take in because that was a lot of fun to see and man i want to go live at lake tahoe now
2: yeah who would have thought <laughs> who would have thought I I, I I i don't know i don't know they couldn't play that well
1: yeah well who would have thought you'd but...
2: have to use a baseball term in yeah, hockey
1: yeah i never in a million years did it I, up. I ever think the words pull out the tart, boys would ever be uttered
2: for a hockey game. it was crazy. Nathan McKinnon is so good. He yes. He's unreal. Yes. And we're lucky because he lived... We're right here in, in Market, so we yeah. get to see him quite frequently. Yeah. yeah. And he still blows me away. If we so away. choose.
1: If Yes, if we so choose. And he still blows me away.
2: And I promise you, if you are near Denver, I would say it's... If you have to pay $100 a ticket, it is well worth it. Anytime that boy... Comes to town. It is well worth the price of the ticket. It doesn't matter how much it is.
1: Yes. Yes. It doesn't. And I know there are a few people in baseball that will have that designation as well as to being well worth the price of admission. Kershaw, definitely. Trout, definitely. Arnato. Arnato? yes. Um, who else on that top ten would you say yes? Definitely worth the money.
2: Mm. Who is uh uh Jake deGrom? Oh, absolutely sure. Oh yes. No doubt. Yes, Tony definitely. Ballander. Yes. I mean
1: Yeah. Lindor. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. So wow, okay, so we we started diving in a little bit. We're gonna, you know, keep on diving into some other stuff here and Just uh, to quickly cover what has already started in spring training um, with pitchers and catchers reporting, Um, you know, the Phillies got their guy back by re-signing JT. What's the first thing he does at spring training?
2: I didn't see this. He goes
1: and breaks his thumb.
2: Oh, that sucks. Oops. I didn't see that. Oops, (laughs) Oops,
1: <laughs> that's so unfortunate. That for all the best laid plans that you can ever have, oops, is what that yes, is. Yes, we
2: got our guy back.
1: <laughs> Crap. And it was the first day in camp that he broke his thumb. Hopefully, that? well, according to him and according to the Phillies, it's good. He's he's going to be back for opening day. So. Not too worried there. I don't think it's gonna set him back in terms of preparation. Dude, it's it's spring training. Yeah. You already got your spot on the team. You already know you're gonna be the number one dude behind the dish. So you're not really gonna be changing anything. Yeah. But <laughs> you might be a little slow in uh, your bat speed. Maybe. Maybe a little bit, you know. Yeah. Just or catching up to the pitch because you didn't get a chance to hit during spring training. It'll, yeah. It'll come back though. So eh, okay, so so kudos, good job, Phillies. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Yeah. Um, stories that I think might be fun from spring training. Um, you had a couple homecomings.
2: I was really looking forward to Tebow actually trying to make it to the show. Yeah, yeah. That, was,
1: that def- wasn't that was necessarily a homecoming, but man, when I saw his name on the spring training list, I was like... Well, he's playing in AAA. He's still giving it a go. And then the day after that list comes yeah, out... Yeah, I'm done. He taps out. <sighs> <laughs> okay, right, you man. know what? Kudos to you because you're seeing... You're seeing that your skills are not where the skills of the up and comers are. And hey, you know what? Good for you. And you did try to make a go of it. Good for you. You pursued a dream. To get as far as he did, I was actually kind of shocked. Oh, yeah. Because he hadn't touched a baseball. He's an athlete. After college? Actually, it was it high school? Was the in last high time? He, yeah, because he
2: was playing football in college.
1: Yeah, before. and he went to football in the pros, but to turn around after you retire from football and say, "Hey, I'm going to go play baseball," dude,
2: wow. Well, I was just like Michael Jordan retiring from basketball. Hey, I'm going to go play baseball
1: and made it to double A. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. That is impressive. So, do you have any guys in spring training that you're like, well, okay? What would have happened if he would have stuck with... Kyler Murray. Baseball. Kyler, Kyler Murray, Murray. Russell Wilson.
2: Uh, who yes. else
1: we got? Patrick Mahomes?
2: Yeah, Pat Mahomes.
1: Why is it quarterbacks? Let's because think about that. Little,
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I have well, no idea. I why was going to say they're the only ones that can throw both. But that's, it, it, is, it is a lot harder to throw a football than it is a baseball.
1: Yes, significantly harder.
2: Just because of the spiral.
1: Well, and the arm slot is completely different. Yeah. 100% completely different. Yeah. So, okay, cool. And speaking of quarterbacks, here's one that you pointed out to me earlier today that I had no freaking idea. What would have happened if Tom Brady said, you know what, I don't want Super Bowls. I don't want World World Series series. rings. What the... One, Would he still be playing baseball right now? I don't, th- I
2: right don't now? think he'd still be playing, to be honest with you. There's no shot. What position did he play? Was he a
1: pitcher? I don't remember what it said. I don't remember either. Uh, but just, here's here's the tragic part. 19- the team that drafted him right out of high school, I honestly truly don't say I blame Tom Brady for going to Michigan to play football.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because... Uh, back in the late 90s, the Expos weren't good. The Montreal Expos were not good. There's a reason they're in Washington now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the jerseys were sick.
1: At the time, the jerseys were ugly. No. But when you go retro, when I look look back at those jerseys, they actually were pretty smooth looking.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're they, sweet. They per- they they were. Ooh, if I could find an <laughs> Expos hat somewhere. I'm not gonna find one here. I probably could go to MLB.com. As I was gonna say MLB.com probably has one. And well, speaking of hats,
1: I, I, the um, baseballism hat of the kid. How did you like that? Oh yeah, that was a sweet looking hat, and and I'm like I have got to get that. So yeah, maybe I'll hop online and get that today because that was actually pretty sweet looking. You know, and if you're a Seattle fan, you always appreciate anything with a uh, Junior's
2: likeness on yeah, it. Yeah, I want his uh, shoes. Well, the shoes are another story. They're not running that expensive either. But there's sh-
1: there's shoes, and you know they're going to be expensive.
2: No, they're not as high as they could be. Well,
1: yes, fair, but
2: <laughs> they're well worth it, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, uh, you're a shoe connoisseur. Also, was, it's it's, Ju- junior. It's, junior, yeah. it's Junior, It's Junior, it's the kid. <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> that, is, that is true. Okay, did you, did you see who signed a contract with the Yankees?
1: I did, but I don't remember who it was now. Guess who? Uh, Brett Gardner is staying. That's right. Brett Gardner. Yes. That one, um, that's a homecoming. That, that definitely is a homecoming. I was actually kind of surprised that he was still around.
2: He is old. He is older, I should say. Well, he's Not older. Old.
1: He's he's put in a couple long years,
2: very good years. I hope he still keeps hitting the top of the dugout.
1: <laughs> well, you know, when guys do certain things, they usually do keep doing those certain things.
2: I hope he keeps doing it. <laughs>
1: he, uh, um, you know, good for the Yankees to sign him because... He's been a Yankee for life. Yeah, he it's it's one of those feel-good stories. It's one of those you gotta you gotta appreciate a team being loyal to somebody that was always loyal to them. So kudos, kudos to them. And you know, I also appreciate the fact that Brett Gardner's like, you know what, loyal's Loyalty meant something to me back then, and you're honoring that loyalty. So thank you. I'm gonna come back. Well, we're you know,
2: look, look at what the Yankees have done. Who who they've done that with? Mariano Rivera. Yes. Derek Jeter. Yes. Does that say something? Reggie Jackson.
1: They did it for a while. Exactly. You know. I mean, as as much as I hate saying this, um, they even did it with uh, Rodriguez. You know. So. As much as I hate the Yankees, loathe the Yankees. Let me put it that way. As much as I loathe the Yankees, I can appreciate the fact that they're loyal to their team and loyal to their guys. Yeah. That says a lot about the stability that they want. And that's something that you don't find in many teams.
2: They had it with Robbie Cano at some point, too. A little bit.
1: A little bit, yes. But Robbie got a big head. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> so, so but still they were they were at least a little loyal to him and and there was discussion back before the Mariners traded him to the Mets that hey they might trade him back to the Yankees. Yeah. Obviously that didn't last very long. No. Because you didn't really need to send him to or excuse me, the Yankees didn't need to pick him up. No, because they had just gotten DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'd much rather have rather win for the Yankees, unfortunately. Yeah. So so this this offseason going into spring training, you did see a lot of homecomings with you know JT signing with the Phillies, with LeMahieu re-signing with the Yankees, Brett Gardner re-signing with the Yankees. The one that I'm excited about, and yes, I'm a little biased here. I love Big Maple going back to Seattle. I want to see... Help him. I want to see James Paxson healthy. Oh, yeah. Because when that dude was healthy... Look at where he threw his no-hitter. Where was that at? That, that in was in... Seattle. Tr- nope, in that, Toronto. that was in Toronto. It was in Seattle. But in he was with Seattle at the time. So, you know, I'm, I'm... Dude, when you can be healthy and dominate like he did, and also allow an eagle to land on you during the National Anthem... Um, and still go out and pitch that night. He dominated. That night. <laughs> you do, you're doing something right. He dominated that night. Yes, he did. So that for me personally, I'm a huge Seattle fan and that excites me. Seeing that come back to him is, is exciting. Um, you had duh, 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 San Diego sign one of their pitchers that I don't remember. I posted about it on the page. I like homecomings. Yeah, they're exciting to me.
2: Well, it's not really a homecoming, but so so mm-hmm. everybody's talking about it. Fernando Tatis.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's full oh boy. Not oh. only
2: that, but an eight hundred and twelve million dollar infield.
1: Yeah, that's just st- we're going to touch on that here in a little bit, but that's just insane and yeah it's not really a homecoming but it it kind of is because he's keeping him there another homecoming that I saw last night that I was kind of shocked about was Jared Morrow he's back with the Dodgers oh he dominated in the World Series in 2017 for him (sighs) until you know their manager decided oh hey you pitched last night (laughs) Bang me some more trash cans, please. (laughs) Well, and the other thing is, their manager decides, hey, let's use him again tonight. Oh, hey, you threw 20 pitches. You still got 20 to go. Let's throw him again the next night. He wound up pitching almost every single freaking game. No, I think he did pitch all seven games. When you're as
2: dominant as that, why not?
1: You're a reliever. You only have X amount of pitches in that arm on back-to-back nights. Before your arm
2: actually really does get tired. Yeah, but if I'm in the World Series, I'm not going to tell my coach I'm tired. Agree. That's just me. Agree. I'm not doing it.
1: No. No. You're also hoping your manager doesn't pull you after 75
2: pitches. I didn't want to get pulled after 115. (laughs) I know. I know. I I can only imagine. (laughs) I'm not even going to go there. We're done. (laughs) We're done. Exactly.
1: So... So, okay, so those that's that's a couple of stories. I I do. I'm excited to see what Brendan Morrow does in his return to baseball. Not just to the Dodgers, but to baseball, because he's been out since 2018. So injuries, short season, kind of screw with a routine. Yeah. And uh Brendan's back to it. So I'm excited about that. Another thing I'm excited to see, and this is gonna lead into our uh our infamous Don't Be Stupid Awards. Um, I said awards because we have more than one today.
2: But they're uh, kind of the same. But
1: mm, they're both New York related.
2: They're related?
1: Well, no. No. Oh. The, the oh, okay. The, the Mets are not related to the Yankees okay. by oh, any means. Right. But, but, you know, on, on Twitter, I, I see things come through that I will pay attention to. And I try to follow... Um, some beat writers. Um, you know, I, I follow a Seattle beat writer. I follow a Giants beat writer, an A's beat writer, and and in the one that I just happened to see because it was right there. Hey, you might want to pay attention to this. Was Anthony De, Anthony Decomo. He is the beat beat writer for the Mets. He has a pretty good handle on the Mets. He, I mean, beat writers have a good handle on their team. Yeah. And he was excited. His his post that day on Twitter was about the bench for the Mets and how it has significantly improved. And now it's probably one of the better benches they've had, not just this decade, um, but maybe even this century, starting in 01 century, okay. since, you know, turn of the century here. Yeah, yeah. And I started looking at it, and I'm like, you know what? He's He's kind of right. That bench isn't bad at all. And it doesn't matter how you manipulate your outfield for the day. That means you still have somebody else that's regularly a starter somewhere. And he's on on your bench because he needs a day off. So let's look at the the Mets bench here. So you're starting your starter is definitely McCann with Thomas Nito as your backup catcher. Not great, but he's not bad. No. By any means. No. You know, so, okay, cool. Backup first baseman, Dominic Smith. And Jose Martinez, Dominic Smith is not bad.
2: He's got some pop in the bat.
1: Yes, so you and you really don't lose anything.
2: You don't you... need to move your first baseman now anywhere. It's hey. he's poor bear for a reason.
1: <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go to second base and third base and shortstop. Your backups, Luis Guillermo or uh, Gilomi? Gilormi? I don't Giorgio know. Giorme. Giorme. And Jonathan Villar. That's not bad. At all. No. I I'm I'm just fine with having Villar as a backup. Yeah. Leftovers. Or <laughs> the
0: DMV. Number
2: 97.
0: Or <laughs> house cleaning. Or. Chumba. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm just fine having your as
1: a backup. Because that, yeah, you know, there's experience. You need experience. So you go to your shortstop and it's the same guys, you know, because... You're not going to need to give Lindor many days off. You're yeah. not going to need to give J.D. Davis at third base many days off.
2: I'll give him a couple. Well, yeah. I mean,
1: he deserves days off. Everybody yeah. does. And and if you're playing, you know, with COVID and and yeah. how Rona is True. ruining everything. You're right. You may have to give him a, day, a game off in a day.
2: Yeah, I forgot about COVID. Because, I thought that was over with.
1: Well, we can only hope. So now we're going to go to your outfield, your backup outfielders. Um, So, yeah, you got Dominic Smith as your backup first baseman. But he's also your starting left fielder, so okay. But you got uh, Jeff McNeil out there. Mm -hmm. Because you got Jose Martinez, who's also a backup in the infield. Mm -hmm. Flexibility is good. I like that. So Jeff McNeil... um, Guillermo Heredia.
2: That's a, not bad.
1: Yeah, that's a name that's been around a couple days. Yeah. So experience. Yeah. You like experience. And then Albert Alomar Jr.
2: Oh, yeah. He played for the Cubs. He's good.
1: He's he's good. He's on your bench now. Yeah. And then you can interchange those anywhere and have Conferto on the bench one day. Have Nemo on Have the Nemo bench. on the bench one day. Have... You know, Smith and Nemo on the bench one day. Yeah. So you've got a pretty deep roster.
2: Not only that, but they're kind of quick, too.
1: Yes. It's
2: kind of it's, it's kind of fast.
1: Yes. So you're seeing a team that's built on speed.
2: A contact.
1: Very much a contact that's team. It's
2: not a lot of power. They'll get home runs out. They'll trust me. Well,
1: you don't need much power when you got a first baseman that hits bombs all day.
2: But I'm not talking about him. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're talking he, about. He He has half the home runs already. Just give him a half. Yes. <laughs> Just give him half your total now. Already. Like Nemo. He's not a power hitter, but he can put him out. He
1: can put him out. Conforto is not a power hitter, but he can more, put him out. He's
2: more a power hitter than Nemo is, I think.
1: Yes. But again, he's not going to get
2: you 40 50. Mm-mm.
1: He'll get you 20 again, 25. not the Pete Alonzo. Yeah. He'll get you 20 25. Yeah. Nimmo will get you a 1520. Yeah. OK. Yeah.
2: And, and you've got Dominic, but Nemo will also get you triples, doubles and singles. Yes. and lots of walks. Y...
1: Yes. Stupid. Lo- I mean
2: lots of walks. Yes.
1: He'll give you a lot of strikeouts, too. He, he does. yeah he does. He's cut back on his strikeouts, though. Yeah, he has. So So that's the depth that the Mets have. But here's the stupid award winner. Half of your stupid award. Don't be stupid.
0: It's easy when you play with a bunch of rejects and a fat kid, Rodriguez. Shut your mouth, Phillips. would you say, crap face? I said you shouldn't even be allowed to touch a baseball.
1: Mets fans, please see the light at the end of the tunnel. You're gonna suck, but maybe for a day or two at a time. If you can find a bullpen. If your bullpen actually decides to be a bullpen. You got the starters. You've got the starters. And you've got a pretty good bullpen if they can
2: pull through. And now your offense is starting to show up.
1: Yes, but Mets fans, on this tweet from DeComo, you are dumb. (laughs) Because you're sitting here telling their beat writer, who might know a little bit about baseball, that he doesn't know what he's talking about, and how bad your bench is, and how bad some of your starting outfielders are, and how bad your offense is.
2: That's when that's where I get sick of it and hit people straight with facts, and then they don't know what to say. Oh
1: my gosh. And and kudos to DeComo for not, you know...
2: That's when you just hit people with hit. straight facts and they don't know what to say.
1: DeComo just kind of let them vent and let them have their way. He didn't say anything in, in any response that I was able to see. But Mets fans, don't be stupid. You have a bench that's really, really, probably better than. Two that's thirds. when you don't
2: say anything. You just yeah. send screenshots of stats.
1: Your bench is better than two thirds of every other team in the in the majors. At least two thirds. You might not be as good as, say, the Dodgers, or Washington, because Washington's got a pretty stacked bench, or the Padres. But you're still got a bench that's going to give those teams a run for their money come the playoffs. Yeah. If you can get into the playoffs and get past Washington and Atlanta, you're doing something. But oh my Lanta. Just don't be stupid, Mets fans. True. So the other don't be stupid award winner. Oh, you know... I've what? always I've always told you and your sister, if you're drinking, call me. Yeah. I'll come get you. Yeah. And we learned with Tony La Russa, don't don't do it. Don't drink and drive. Well, let's go to the Bronx now. Let's let's go figure out what one of their f- beloved outfielders that became beloved once he came over from the Red Sox, Mr. Johnny Damon. What is Johnny doing? Just really, what is he doing? Well, last night. Oh, he's
2: drinking and driving.
1: Yes, he is. (laughs)
2: Last
1: night. What's his wife doing? (laughs) His. Okay, kudos to Johnny's wife for sticking up for him. I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact, Johnny, that your wife is trying to defend you.
2: And then they wonder why this stuff turns into police brutality.
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It, it really wasn't police brutality, fortunately. But old Johnny Damon decides, I'm going to drink and drive. It's 1.30 in the morning and I'm going to, you know, go home. Make it home. Let's, let's just get home and be safe. So, so he's in Florida. He's, uh, had a few too many. And it's easy when you play with a bunch of
0: rejects and uh thank you, Rodriguez. Shut your mouth, Phillips.
2: Would you say crap? Look at what the blue... God my... almighty, Johnny. Funny. how much do you... Wow, there, guy. Oh, my. <laughs> what did you have? Did you... What? Why that much? So this was two separate
1: times. There, were, there, were, there was a span of a few seconds in
2: between those blows. And it went
1: up six points? No, it went down. His first one was actually at .30.
2: Oh, that's the first one. I
1: thought that was the second one. That's how I read it at first, and then I started reading the article a little more. But .30, and then it went down the second time he blew it at .294. That's three times...
2: What was Plus
1: what, the legal limit?
2: What was the occasion? I kinda I'm kinda curious.
1: I don't care what the occasion was. But whatever it was, he was enjoying it.
2: <laughs> well, obviously.
1: <laughs> so so Johnny gets pulled over for drinking and driving. And his wife encouraged him, Don't do a sobriety test. Apparently his wife knew something wasn't gonna work.
2: Hey buddy, you're screwed if you do this, <laughs> don't do it
1: but he did it he said sure give me a breathalyzer his wife is like don't do it he does but then his wife decides you know what i'm tired of this
2: i'm gonna hit a cop
1: and she gets out and decides to hit a cop
2: i'm just gonna fight him
1: what in the blazes are you thinking what why just why there's i i don't i don't understand don't understand so so the lesson here is new york stop being stupid across the board
2: i don't i don't think we <laughs> haven't had one of these stupid things not being in new york oh yeah yeah la Russa. he wasn't in new york that's one out of how many we've done uh a few like four canones in new
1: york sexual misconduct allegations new in new york Maybe it's New York that's the problem. New York Good is the point.
2: problem. We need to shut New York down.
1: <laughs> they are.
2: Oh, because but of the, COVID. D- Johnny was actually in Florida when this happened. New York needs to just go over to Russia. Europe. That area. <laughs> that's what we need. We don't need New York anymore. <laughs> go uh, take back. Go. You could take back the Statue of Liberty, too. Oh, actually, no. We'll keep that. We'll keep the Liberty. You, we'll, we'll <laughs> you just take New York. You just keep New York. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the statue was American property. New York is no longer. New York is now part of the EU. Fair? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So so there's, there's your two Don't Be Stupid Award winners. Mets fans and Johnny Damon and his wife. I guess that's three. Johnny Damon and his wife. You know, I just... I don't get it. I don't understand. Kudos to those that use Uber, that use Lyft. I know there's other rideshare programs in New York. And, and everywhere there's taxi taxicabs, there's, taxi theres there's friends, there's, there's subways. you know who wants to be a millionaire? Phone a friend. You can <laughs> still you can be the millionaire, Johnny. <laughs> and he even tried to convince the cops that they should know who he is. and the reason he can do these and
2: still pass them is because he's a big boy. Well you didn't pass their pal. <laughs> I wouldn't say you were half the distance to the goal line either) <laughs> <laughs> you missed yeah. the wide-open three. <sighs> no splash there. You ain't Steph Curry. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So. Oh, well. What else do you got, Ethan? Um, we didn't scrolling really have much. i across but... MLB, and I didn't see this post. It was from two days ago. Okay. Never a bad time to have this debate is what it says. Okay. Which career long record is most unbreakable? Are you ready? Cal Ripken Jr.'s. 2,632 straight games played. Mm -hmm. Nolan Ryan's 5,714 strikeouts. Ricky Henderson's uh, 1,406 stolen bases. Or Hank Aaron's 6,856 total bases.
1: And you're asking me this going into the day of... Position players reporting. Yes. So two are position player records and two are pitching records.
2: One.
1: One is a pitching record and one is just... One's
2: just total games played.
1: Total games played consecutively.
2: Yeah. Which career record is most unbreakable?
1: So in today's makeup of baseball, in the ultra-conservative... Don't want anybody to get hurt landscape. I'm going to have to go with... um, I don't think we'll ever see somebody play that many games consecutively the way Cal Ripken Jr. did. I I I don't think so either. I I don't think so. That one will never be broken.
2: Claude Giroux just ended his uh, straight game streak at like two or 300 something I saw. Yeah, for hockey. Yeah.
1: Which is amazing.
2: Oh, yeah. When you, when you play that many consecutive games...
1: It's unreal. That's... Because, you know, hockey players are a different breed as it is. Yeah. But still to go out and play on the infield when you've got a broken nose and you're playing shortstop, that that that's going to hurt. Yeah. You know, he, he played through broken bones in his hand as a shortstop. You try and catch the ball with a broken hand. You know, it hurts. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It does. You
1: do it, but it hurts. Yeah. And with the way that technology is, and with the way teams are trying to protect their $340 million investments, mm-hmm. um, I don't think we'll ever see that again. There's, there's no way. I, I just I don't, don't think it's possible. No. I think, uh, unfortunately, I think all of those records are going to be unbreakable.
2: Oh, there's no way they're getting... And I don't see it anytime soon.
1: Unless something in the metrics changes, there's no way anybody's going to have that many stolen bases again.
2: No. No. Lord, no. You could have 60 stolen bases for 20 straight years and still not catch up. Yes. To Ricky Henderson. Yes.
1: That's Which is a phenomenal, mind-blowing number.
2: <laughs> it's a hall of fame number
1: <laughs> yes
2: but 60 bases If each year if you
1: have um, somebody who defies the metrics and is has blazing speed we you have to you actually will have to change the metrics and how you use the metrics in order to change it you just you will there's, there's, because right now everybody, it's hit a home run or strike out. Pretty much. You know, there are some guys, most of the Mets, um, Angels lead off hitter. Andrelton Simmons. Simmons. I mean, you've got these guys that will not try to hit home runs, but they're trying to get on base. Yeah. You know, Arenado. he's not a home run, he's, he's a home run hitter, but he's he's more of a contact guy. Trout is a contact guy. Trout just
2: is... Trout, no. Trout's not in that conversation. You're losing your contact hitters
1: because everybody looks at the numbers and everybody wants those big paydays. Mm -hmm. And right now, your big payday is just go hit a home run.
2: Yeah.
1: Where 15, 20 years ago, let's get as many guys on base for the number three hitter, Mm -hmm. for the number four hitter, for the number five hitter. Heck, I remember watching one game where the Mariners are down double-figure runs in the seventh inning, I think they were down 10, 11 runs, and they come back and win by three. Why? Because one inning. Small ball. One inning. It was base to base. Small ball. And then you hit a single, and that guy on second scores. Mm -hmm. And the guy on first base goes to third base. And then again, another single. They got seven runs or eight runs that inning. Without freaking an extra base hit. Yeah. How? Because you had guys willing to go station to station and or take the extra base from first to third. Yeah. And they come back and win in the ninth inning against the Blue Jays. Don't ask me why I remember it was against the Blue Jays, but it was. And that was a fun freaking game to watch. And I'm sitting there going, there's no way this is possible. None. And yet... Here it is. Um, You know, you don't... Tatis is a phenomenal player. Acuna Jr. is a phenomenal player. Unfortunately, I see them going to start getting swept up by the, you know, go hit bombs or strike out. And I don't like that.
2: No. I'm
1: old-fashioned. I'm going to put that out there. Yeah, I like
2: pitching duels. I like small ball. That's my thing. Yes. I, yes. I think those games are a blast.
1: So... So as, as, as a coach... And you're coaching junior high, high schoolers. Oh, they're so
2: stressful. I hate those games.
1: Yes, but what game do you enjoy coaching more? Do you enjoy the day off where you win by four or five runs? Or, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it is an entire day off because the other team can't pitch, and you're up by 10-15... Or do you enjoy the stressful game where you got to figure out, okay, who's my next best guy to pitch?
2: Some days it is nice. I'm not going to lie. It is nice to just be able to, okay, yeah, you go here, you go here, just throw them out there, have fun. Here, go play baseball. You were already winning. Go win some more, you know. Those days are always nice. Yes. But I would much rather, much, I don't care if I'm losing, but I would much rather play a one- two nothing game and have to work my way in back into the game then play a 15 nothing 21 nothing game
1: where you can look at your guys and say you know what
2: they you saw or every- nothing right here. you did everything you could to win like when we were playing that USA prime team here from Colorado, my 15 year olds against that 17 year old team yeah we lost three nothing but my golly <laughs> a 15 year old shut out a 17 year old team, For six and two-thirds of an inning. That's all I got to say.
1: Yeah. And those those games, as a fan, I love. I love being able to sit at home and watch Felix Hernandez throw a mastermind perfect Uh
2: game. Uh, Mastermind's almost an understatement.
1: I love watching Nolan Ryan throw over 200 pitches in a game and win. And
2: still be thrown 101. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and win. I enjoyed the pitching
2: duels. Speaking of pitchers, I just saw this one too. It says, who was the best pitcher in the 2000s? Are oh you ready boy. for this? Number oh one, Pedro Martinez with a 3.01 ERA. Oof. Roy Halliday with 47 complete games. Randy Johnson with 2,182 strikeouts. Or Mariano Rivera with 397 saves.
1: Oh. <laughs> now, see, as much as I want to throw my biases in there, golly, I hate you.
2: Time out, though. I saw this other one that was like mind, kind of mind-blowing. It was about Pedro Martinez and how he was... He
1: was such a freaking
2: beast. The stats... Physically proved that he was the best pitcher in the 2000s era.
0: Yes. Leftovers. (AUDIO) Or. The DMV. Or. House cleaning. casino always brings the fun play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere you could redeem some serious prizes chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. live the chumba life no purchase necessary we're prohibited by law t-plus terms and conditions apply see website for details because it was the steroid era and he yes. still
2: had a one me already
1: yes and he wasn't caught up in the steroids no and and as much as i want to say Randy just because of being in Seattle and watching him grow and how fun it was to watch him hit a bird in the middle of the game.
2: Roy Halladay was a I have
1: genius man. You know, and the bias against the Yankees, I want to throw in there, but I can't.
2: No, you can't.
1: Because Rivera was how you go out day in day out and be able <laughs> it just to just dice people with it, that just cutter. Be <laughs> these are, honestly, these are superhuman people that we're talking about. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah.
1: Roy Halladay, before he went to Philadelphia, truth be told, I think is who I'm going to have to go to. Roy Halladay was amazing in recording strikeouts oh. in recording wins in pitching innings and just going and going and going and not giving up so i have to go there i think that's it Do you got anything else
2: yeah i found a picture of griffey's shoes oh yeah those are sick yeah 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 so
1: okay well i guess one more thing here as we we sign off before we sign off um what i'm looking for In spring training this year. I want to see how... The pitching staff in San Diego turns out.
2: Yeah. I want to see what they do. I want to... Yeah. Are they... I want Blake Snell to stay in longer. Are they...
1: (laughs) Are they going to be as good and as feared as what they hope? That's one thing I'm looking for.
2: Money talks.
1: Also... I'm very interested to see interested to see how the Dodgers rotation shapes out. Because you have a lot of starters on that unit. And are they going to deal David Price? Are they going to keep David Price? Are they going to deal any of the other potential starters? You
2: wouldn't get... There's no way you get rid of Walker Buehler.
1: No, not at all. He's your number two guy. Yeah.
2: No way! They're gonna really Kershaw staying a Dodger for life.
1: Yeah, so those those two pitching staffs in spring training,
2: I want to see. Um, I I want to boycott the Rockies too. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, it, it can be. Who's gonna play third
1: base? I'm interested to see that. I'll go play third base. Shape up. I'm interested in Seattle's second base. Who do they get to play second base? Are they going to stand pat and just hope for the best? Doesn't Seattle still have D Gordon? No. No. He signed with the White Sox. That's what I thought. Yep. Um, so I'm interested to see that battle. I want to see how Lindor adjusts to New York media. I think he'll be fine.
2: Yeah. But I want to see it. I don't think media was ever his problem. Well, he was in Cleveland. He's never had a problem.
1: No, but he was in Cleveland. There's no media in Cleveland. Well, okay, there's media in Cleveland, but there's not New York media. You were in the
2: World Series when LeBron was in Cleveland, bro.
1: Of course there's media. Yes. Yes, but it's not New York
2: media. No. So
1: I want to see how he responds to the media there. I also am looking forward to see how that club comes together after all these mega deals. I want to see how Washington pieces their acquisitions in the offseason and how that looks because I think that could also be a really fun team to watch this year. Um, Another one. We're going to stick in that same division. Let's go south, though, to Florida. How does Miami maintain what they did?
2: How does Tampa Bay maintain what they did without Snell?
1: Somehow they figure it out. Tampa has figured it out most most of the time.
2: I'm not giving it to them, this but year. I
1: don't. I I just don't see it. because they lost a lot
2: of pitching. They said, "See, ya, we will. We don't need our best pitcher. Best two pitchers. Yeah, we don't need them
1: because their number two guy went to put Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: We don't need our best two guys.
1: Um, I'm also curious to see how Simmons turns out, and can he turn his career around again? By going to Minnesota because he's in Minnesota now I'm very interested in how that plays out I am interested in to see how Tony La Russa can uh, turn his career back to a winning way in Chicago and can he do it and how will the young guys there in Chicago kind of uh, warm up to him if they do will they I'm, I'm interested there Because that was a hiring out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I I don't get it.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know either.
1: Another big one. Let's go to Boston. Joey Korra's is back.
2: I don't want to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just skip over the cheating.
1: Okay, that's fair. Um, Anything else that might be catching your eyes? Going into gonna, Spring
2: Training, yeah, I was gonna say something, but I forgot what it was. I don't hmm. remember. It was uh, nope, no, not coming back. No,
1: okay. So, so we're gonna call it a day. Call it a day here in in our recording. Um, but before we do, let's uh, let's discuss. Our poll that we have on social media we I put up a poll last night on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter that published today I gave everybody four options to uh, say hey go after these guys see if we can get an interview with them and I really hope that whatever answers are provided we can really follow through and get our uh, Our desired guest. Um, Where to go? Oh, come on, man! I don't want the post details. I want the post itself. So we've got the great Hambino, is an option. Um, you know what? What? How do you feel about that one? You want to interview him?
2: I. It would be. It would be cool, you know, just to. As a kid that grew up watching it, to every single as. To every single game he went to? Yes. It would be cool to actually talk to one of the main characters in the movie. Yes. You know? And it'd be a different perspective of baseball. Because it's not in the professional eyes. It's in the kid playing in his hometown. You know, backyard baseball with his buddies. Yes. It's that kind of perspective. Okay. I can appreciate that. Russell um, Russell Wilson. Oh, what I would do to talk to Russell Wilson.
1: As a huge Seahawks fan, that would be kind of. The a day I talked to
2: Russell Wilson, if I died the day after that, I'd be perfectly fine. Yes. I'd be fine with dying Ab- the day after. Oh, absolutely. Um, Shane Victorino. Yeah, that, that would be cool, too. I mean, I'm not really like a Phillies fan or nothing, but I, I mean, it's just. I,
1: I'm. You know what? He was good. He was good. He was a gold glove winner. Yeah. And an all-star. And the dude actually is really kind of smart. And he's, he's you know, known as the flying Hawaiian.
2: Yeah.
1: And he could he could really fly, too, because at one point in time, he was a pretty fast outfielder. And there wasn't much getting past him.
2: No, 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 no.
1: So, okay, cool. So we've got Patrick Renna, Russ Wilson, Shane Victorino, and then we've got Jen Mueller. Now, you do not remember Jen Mueller. You're not old enough to remember Jen Mueller. I watched her start out in Seattle. Currently, she is the sideline reporter for the Seattle Seahawks. She does a lot of original content on Fox Sports Northwest, uh, does a lot of reporting from uh, T-Mobile Park out there in Seattle, and she is also the co the founder of Talk Sporty to Me. Now, go ahead and go do some research on Talk Sporty to Me, and that actually is, is kind of a fun little... Um, project that she started in getting people women to talk about sports so kudos to her so so go to our facebook twitter page whatever you want uh look look up first pitch strike and hop on go take our our survey we have one vote so far and that's for the great Hambino, patrick renna i would i'd love to interview him because he just he looks like such a fun dude just a, a mind that
2: why don't you shut it crap face
1: <laughs> yeah exactly um, so so those are four. there's also a spot for other so if you have somebody else that you might think um, you'd want us to interview cool uh, one that I'm I'm working on and trying to get at least a response is Rachel Luba um, who has a her own booking booking agency uh, that's the wrong term um, but she's a player agent Um, kind of set records a little bit Mm -hmm. with a yearly salary for Trevor Bauer. Um, So cool. She's very active on social media, so I'm hoping to catch her eye. Um, So I'm working on that one. But give us other ideas, you know, and discussing with you. You had some great ideas that I put down. I love Jenny Finch. That is a great idea. I don't know where that came from either. I was, just, I was
2: like, wait a second.
1: <laughs> and, and it actually, that's a great crossover too. Yeah. Great crossover a, because it's it's similar. Yeah. And yet nothing alike. Very. <laughs> Very. So So there you go. Go hop on Facebook or Twitter or
2: Instagram at First Pitch Strike. Just search it. And they can be from a baseball movie, uh, whatever, you know, actors, whatever it might be. I You know, artists. I know
1: one name that I put out there Basketball that would be players. really fun um, is Kevin James. If I'm not mistaken, huge Mets fan. That would be freaking fun. I don't know if I would stop laughing during the interview.
2: It'd be hard. For sure. <laughs> For sure. But you can also say that about um, Jonah Hill. Since oh, absolutely. He was Moneyball. Yes. Which, you know?
1: And Superbad. And, and
2: Super Bad. Yeah. Super a comedy. Yes. <laughs> so if super... you ain't McLovin, then you ain't doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say.
1: So, some options. Share those options. Interact with us. We Give want us new ones, too. Yeah, we, we want to interact with you guys. And, uh, uh, we've got a, a good friend in Bob sidey who likes to interact with us. So everybody be like Bob. Be like Bob. Don't be like all the other guys. <laughs> so, um, so that's where you can find first pitch strike on, uh, social media, Ethan.
2: You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in my name. Ethan. Ethan. That's all you gotta do. Ethan Casey. Ethan. It's just
1: type in my name. Ethan. Okay. There you go. Um, you can also find me Aaron on uh, any platform, really, by searching Wild Music Man. That's uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I guess I'm on Snap that way too. I don't get many snaps because I'm really boring. I'm just a boring dude. I'm okay with that.
2: We just talk about sports. That's alright.
1: <laughs> so, so find us out there. Hit us up. Talk to us. We would love it. And who knows. Like, Bob, you might get mentioned on the podcast.
2: Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe. And lastly, for all your listening pleasures, the Say It Again Network has some fantastic podcasts. Um, I listened to, uh, I don't remember which one I listened to the other day. It was really good, though, and it was fun, and it was a football one. I think it might have been uh, Once Upon a Sunday. I might have listened to that one. Don't remember. But it was it was good. It was fun. Got several football ones. We've got uh, a podcast dedicated to Indiana, to Chicago itself. A couple of them dedicated to Chicago sports. Um, we've got board games and movie reviews and associating movies with food, which that is actually really entertaining. So... Hmm. You can check that one out, um, but we got all sorts of stuff, and we're still growing. And uh, most importantly, I know, um, based on on personal experience and family experience with with uh, family, obviously, but also with friends, um, we have a new one coming out that discusses mental health in huh. sports. And uh, I am really looking forward to that one. That is definitely going to be good. Um, and and important so that's what we have and what's coming up so go check out the say it again network again on all your social media platforms at the say it again network or check out the website and uh just search the say it again network so thank you ethan it was fun here's your homework assignment for the next episode or two to talk to us over we could try and get Tom Brady to talk to us, but also let me know your thoughts on how the season is going to look at the end of the year. So we're going to come up here shortly. I'm
2: not probably, making my prediction yet. I'm making my predictions on opening day.
1: That's that's fine. Shortly, towards the end of spring training or on opening day or something, we're going to do our prediction show because it's really hard to do those predictions at the beginning of spring training. Yeah. I don't like predictions at the beginning of spring training. Nope. Because so much changes. Yeah. Because I'm almost certain the Dodgers are going to trade a pitcher. Almost certain. Not 100% certain, but almost certain. Almost. Um, So there's there's your homework. Start looking at um, trends Mm. in spring training and paying attention. So other than that, I'm done. I'm good. You're good. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. Have a fantastic week, and we'll talk to you later. Peace out.
2: Deuces. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. Well, now that you can use your renewed vision benefits, it's easy to add it to the routine. Visit PearlVision.com and schedule exams for the whole family. They work with all major vision plans, including iMed, and they'll cover your cost of insurance copay or eye exam. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 3:31, 2023. Exams available at the independent doctor of optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision.